Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri, alongside Dakota Lasky. What's up, Dak? How you doing? I am doing, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Not too bad. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about the show I watched. I watched Forbidden Door last night, which was cool. Um, I'm playing some new games recently. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm preparing myself for an I- Oppenheimer Barbie doubleheader. Yes. Yeah. We're going Which to I see. I think everybody needs to be. Perce- We're you know, going to Barbie. Ready this... for. Wait, it comes out this weekend, right? I don't know. I haven't actually planned this, but I want to. It's, it's next month. Can... <laughs> next oh, month. Whatever, whatever it's coming out, I'm going to see Barbie. And as you just heard, we have him back. He's back on the show after a uh, little bit of a hiatus. We have got Duminal Crossing. Doom, where have you been for the last month? What's going on? Oh, what what a saga it's been. Well, uh, for those who didn't hear, I, I believe you said uh, a couple episodes back, but uh, my laptop was stolen. So it's been a little difficult for me to get on the podcast. Uh, currently, I'm on my phone. I was able to uh, finally get my headset mic working, and so I felt it was appropriate that I get back. But I'm also in the process of building a gaming PC that should be finished in about a day or so. And so I'm very much looking forward to that. I got to say, as someone who's never built a PC before, this has been an incredibly fun and fulfilling experience. And uh, yeah, I've fulfilling. Had a lot of fun. Okay. yeah, I've had a lot of fun <laughs> putting this thing together. Those are interesting words. I wouldn't have described building a PC, but I'm glad that you're having a good time. Uh, you know what I did when I upgraded like my Legos PC? Almost. Is it is it real? I, I paid extra for someone else to build it because I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Like. Like I'm, I'm not a PC guy. Like you put it together, make it the best it can be, and bill me. <laughs> but you know what? Good for you. Good for you for for doing the work, putting in the time. I'm sure that it will. Uh, I'm sure that once you're up and rocking, uh, it'll be uh, it'll be awesome. So it's good to have you back, Doom. It's great to be back, man. I've missed being on here, and uh, yeah, I'm really, really just. I was saying this before the show. I'm just really grateful that you know everything on my laptop was backed up beforehand because that would have been a nightmare. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, well, I'll I'll tell you what. Let's uh, we got we got a lot to get into here today. Um, there was uh, as Nintendo does, they announced out of nowhere, like an RKO out of nowhere. They announced a Nintendo Direct that I think they gave us like sixteen hours of lead time, which which actually is probably like a decent amount of lead time compared to how they usually roll. But um, so we got a Nintendo Direct, and and I think like watching the direct and and we'll give our reactions to some of the games shown what we liked what we didn't like all that kind of stuff but i don't know about you gentlemen but i i had a very very clear takeaway from this direct and that was that um and i I mean it's obvious but like i think it was just really punctuated that the switch is on its last legs like this is this is the last hurrah for the nintendo switch and i and i think you can see that by like, I don't want to say the quality of games that were announced, because there were there were a lot of really good-looking titles that were shown, but, like, I think, like, when you when you start to see, like, lots of remakes and lots of, um, again, I don't want to be dismissive, but, like, kind of B- or C-tier franchises kind of show up, it kind of gives me the impression that, like, like the next Mario Odyssey is coming for the Switch 2. The next, uh, obviously, the next Zelda's coming for the Switch 2. The next, you know what I mean? Like, the next, the next, the next big franchises are coming to the Switch 2. And, and that was my big takeaway from this Nintendo Direct. And, and we'll talk about Metroid specifically in a second here. Um, but did, did you guys have kind of the same, I guess, like kind of feeling watching this? And Doom, since you haven't been on here, maybe we'll start with you. Yeah, well, first off, I just want to say, you know, despite the lack of Metroid, I just want to say that I really enjoyed the Direct overall. But we'll get into that later, obviously. 
But yeah, I think I'm I'm definitely in agreement there. I definitely got the feeling, um, not specifically the remakes, but there's a lot of a lot of ports that are coming to Switch specifically. And 2018 also had a lot of ports, but I mean that's a bit different because of you know the whole Wii U scenario and kind of that quick transition to the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why Nintendo in 2018 would use that Wii U library, especially you know because the Switch I believe it came out earlier than they were initially going to it. And they were initially going to release it. So they kind of needed the stopgap for 2018. Here, it's a little bit different. I'm definitely getting the idea that, like, these ports are coming as kind of, you know, a way so that, you know, you don't just have one game coming out during, you know, the Switch's final year. And I don't necessarily think that uh, 2024 is going to be the the last year. I I think it could also be we could see maybe the next console come out in, like, early 2025, similar to, like, the Switch or the 3DS, something like that. But I definitely think we're, you know, we're, we're, we're hitting the end of the railroad track here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm about to be like just contradicting you guys or like just being devil's advocate for <laughs> argument's sake. But I actually I mean, I on one hand, I agree that I mean, the switch is old. Obviously, I think we're towards the end of its lifetime than like anywhere else. But. I don't know if last legs is the way to put it. I because I actually like this direct. I feel like for the first time in a little while, I had a direct where I was like, oh, I'm actually looking forward to a bunch of games that are coming out for the Switch, which I can't say I've felt for quite some time. Even when I wanted Dread to come out, it was just Dread. It wasn't like it was a bunch of games. Sure, like one of them's a remake, but it's not really like Super Mario RPG gets like re-released a bunch or remade has been remade. Like it, it, it almost feels like it would be an entirely new game for a lot of people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the Luigi's Mansion 2 remaster, okay, and then the Pikmin remasters, but you have a new WarioWare game, you have new DLC for Splatoon, new DLC for Pokemon, um, new Detective Pikachu game, which someone's getting that, like, they're still, <laughs> and then two new Mario games, like, I, I still feel like, I wouldn't say Last Legs, I think it actually kind of goes to show, like, just the longevity that the Switch has, I mean, there's still, even though, like, yeah, we're not gonna get our new 3D Mario on the Switch, but a new 2D Mario that seems to be pretty like uh like trying to do some new things like it's still a pretty big release I would say for the Switch and Super Mario RPG I feel like is going to do you know decently they're still putting out stuff for Splatoon and Pokemon. Yeah, I guess Last Legs is you could put it that way but I I, I actually thought the direct was was pretty good. I mean the new Peach game looks like it could be fun. But yeah, they're definitely yeah. probably saving the 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 huge like they're not going to put out I don't think like you said, Mario, the next 3D Mario on the Switch, probably. It'll be probably cross-platform, but I don't think it's going to release solely for the Switch, no. Mm-hmm. And like, I, yeah, I, I think, think that's a good going off. Well, I was just going to say, going off that, like, I, I think I'm in agreement there to where, like... Like, I'm definitely getting the sense that, you know, obviously we're winding down now. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be like a typical last year of a console. Because, like, the last year of the Wii U, it was Skyward Sword HD, I believe. and the, Or just regular Skyward Sword, not the HD. Twilight I, Princess. I think that was, like, the only major release before the the Wii U came out. And then the Wii I mean, the Wii U just didn't have anything except for, you know, Breath of the Wild. But, I mean, does that really count? I don't know. <laughs> I, I like. I guess I would say this. Uh, I, I actually I don't disagree really with what you're saying at all, Dak. And, and I, maybe Last Legs is is not quite the proper. Yeah, that way sounds to put too it. dour to me. Like it's not like yeah, it's not that's prime in terms of releasing yeah. games. But like they're still dishing out some some pretty decent games. It doesn't feel like the Switch is like. It doesn't feel like oh the next console is like in like 
nothing's happening on the Switch. Like, I could still see them ride this out a little longer than I think people could expect. I, I think maybe uh, a more appropriate phrasing, maybe, like, the, the Switch is winding down. Like, it, it's kind of getting to uh, its senior years, if you will. And, and you know, it's it's, uh, it's it's not a it's not a young puppy anymore. Let's just put it that way. No. Um, no, and, and, and by the way, like, I, I thought that this direct was actually really good. I, I don't try, I'm not trying to say that I didn't think that it was a good direct. I actually, um, one thing about this direct that I really, really appreciated, and this is probably just a me thing, but like I, for like the last four years, every single Nintendo direct, every single game awards, every single, everything that I did, we were waiting for breath of the wild two or tears of the kingdom news to cover for Zelda dungeon. So with that game, like finally out it actually for me it kind of felt like like a big weight was off and like i could finally like <laughs> enjoy it. release like honestly though it was like i could just enjoy whatever's coming and i don't have to be frustrated if there's no tears of the kingdom i don't have to try and come up with a bunch of topics for for the podcast but like i was watching it and i was just like yeah like i i think that this is like kind of a direct that that shows that the switch is winding down because there's a lot of ports there's a lot of dlc but like i don't know is that like the worst thing i don't think so I don't think so. So yeah, I, I did enjoy the direct actually like quite a lot. Um, but I will say, mm-hmm. so one other thing that I think to me is like abundantly crystal clear is that Metroid Prime 4 is not going to, and let, let me rephrase that. It probably is going to release on the Switch, um, but it's also going to release on the Switch 2 at this point. I think that's pretty pretty evident. And I wonder how... Like, if, if the game is as, like, refined as we think that it might be, um, just based off of Metroid Prime HD, I do wonder how that's going to run on Switch. Because, um, I, I, I mean, I think if they don't release it on the Switch 2, maybe even as a launch title, I, I really don't know what Nintendo's doing. Because that's almost like giving it the Samus Returns kiss of death uh, by releasing it on the Switch. And I guess you could make the argument that, like, there's 100 million Switches out there in the wild. But I, I think... I think Nintendo fans, when a new console comes out, tend to move on fairly quickly, as you kind of saw with the 3DS. So I don't know, maybe maybe not, but I think I, that was my other takeaway. It's very clear to me that like this is going to be a cross-gen title at this point. Yeah, I think I've I, a lot of people. I, I don't want to just say this is my idea. I feel like a lot of people online have been speculating that it's going to be a cross-gen title for a while, and I'm definitely leaning harder in that direction than ever at this direct. I'm not. If we were doing a Samus's percent, I wouldn't quite go 95 or 100. I will say, if we do not see this game this year at all, then I'm going to be fully on board. When, uh, right. Which I'm already pretty on board, but like that's going to fully tip the scales for me. Is if we do not see this game at all this year, and you know, Dak, actually, you mentioned something in the Discord that got me um, thinking, and I think, and I pretty sure I agree with you now. Where, you know, you're thinking that you know, if it is a cross-gen title. You know, we're probably not going to see this game before the um, the next console is announced, and I'm in, and I, I'm definitely in agreement with you there now. So, I think I, that's I think, I think yeah. that's kind of the big thing I'm looking out for now. Not necessarily Prime Four, but when that new console gets announced, because I feel like that's going to be like our first stepping stone to getting Prime Four info at this point. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I honestly, especially after how many episodes we've done, sometimes like conversations we have on the podcast and ones we have on the Discord like blend together in my head, and I can't remember <laughs> if I talked about it on the show or on Discord. So please, if you're listening, go on the Discord. So that way, if I get mixed up, you you saw it somehow. But anyway, yeah, we talked about that. I definitely agree. I, at this point, they're not gonna they're not gonna show up Metro Prime Four 
the Switch version when we could see it in the Switch 2 version. And they're not going to show up the Switch 2 version unless they've shown up the Switch 2. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how I feel about it. And I feel like historically that's usually for games that are planned to be both next-gen and you know current-gen, they usually show it for the next-gen console if a next-gen console is on its way, if not already out, yeah. um, unless the game gets delayed for some reason. But Metroid Prime 4 also got delayed. I just... As I said in the in the Discord conversation, I would not be surprised if when the game was restarted, Nintendo handed Retro a game dev kit to some extent that had something to do with the next gen console. That they were in parallel path developing that. Um, I'm jealous of, of the cat that just jumped on <laughs> your desk. I was I wonder where my cat is. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think at this point that's kind of I personally a foregone conclusion, and at the very least. That's and then that comes down to is Metro Prime 4 a launch title or is it going to be released a little bit after that? And depending on how long it's been in development for, and we know it's been for a while, I would have to imagine it's coming out close to the launch window, hopefully, which would be hype, but maybe not. But yeah, I, I think we're not going to see it until we see the new system at least. That, that would kind of be my prediction. And I was thinking, like, I was I was pretty sure even going into this, like, at this point, like, we haven't seen it, it seems likely, like. That, that it's coming to the Switch 2, even before the Direct was announced. And I was like, okay, if there's if there's any chance that this is coming to the Switch, you it's probably coming this year, and we probably have to see it at, at this Direct, which is kind of like E3 time, or used to be E3. All, by the way, rip, because it sounds like E3 is never coming back. Yeah, didn't it say... It's such over. They, they canceled it for next year and the year after. Man, so. can I just say a quick tangent of that? I honestly will... I, I have, I don't know. E3 was cool back in the day, man. Like I, I will miss E3. Like I, I kind of, I missed the E3 season. Like it felt like, I don't know. It was like, like it was a big deal. Like it, yeah, it, was, it had, yeah, it had yeah, a lot of new E3. games coming out. I love out. E3, man. Yeah, E3 was cool. I mean, Summer Game Fest is cool too. But like, there was something it about is. E3. Like I remember, like you know, watching the G4 coverage back in the day. Like growing up, like that stuff was awesome. So you know I, I will is. miss it. You know why Summer Games doesn't hit, and the Game Awards too for that matter, is because all you see is a bunch of crappy trailers. And like E3 of old had like cool stage presence and like cool like presenters and stuff like that. And like the Game Awards is like kind of close to that, but not not really. Well, the Game Awards are like an award show, so like I'll yeah. I'll give it a pass there. But like Summer Game fair, Fest, I, I can game... see what you're saying. To be fair, I thought the Game Awards last year was decent enough. I'd give it at it least a B for last year. Yeah, it, I loved the Game Awards last year because I was there in person and it was it was pretty sick. That's but, right. But I I've been to E3 oh, in person as well, and I, I I mean I enjoyed E3 a lot more. But they're completely different things. One's an award show. One is like an ex an expo, obviously. So yeah. like they're completely different beasts. Yeah, I mean for me, like E3 week was like always my favorite time of the year, and so losing that, it feels like yeah. a large portion of my life is just kind of gone now. Like, like it's 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 obviously not that big of a deal. I'm being very hyperbolic. Large portion like, of your life. <laughs> well, you know what E3 though, like, coverage was so I, critical to my personality. <laughs> I, I have very fond memories of like covering E3 for for various podcasts and like, just like yeah. sitting around and watching. Like I I will miss it, and I think that that is too bad that it's gone and. um you know, I, I think that it will be missed, and I, I don't think anything's been able to replicate it, really. Um, no. Which I don't think bad. anything will, too, because no. I feel like that's just kind of how games, media, and media in general has changed, where everything is so well, when you split can stream up and separated, all your and you can do all your own stuff, exactly. Yeah. Everyone wants to host. Why Why should I pay them to present this stuff, or I can just present it myself? And, and, and why, should I, why should I share the headlines with, with everything else announced if I can just have 
you know, like a, a Nintendo Direct. Pick, yeah, exactly. at any time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and why would I do a live presentation where someone is just going to clip me and put me in a cringe compilation when I could do something very scripted and not have to worry about that too? I will miss the which the E3 cringe. I miss the love the cringe compilations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I miss that kind of stuff. I remember like how Microsoft would always have their conference on like the Sunday before everyone else, even mm-hmm. though everyone else like Tuesday, and it was just that's just how it was. And it was I don't know. It's kind They'd of they'd always cool, bring like, a car out on stage for Forza. <laughs> They did one expo that was in like a big outdoor, like almost like Red Rocks looking kind of like amphitheater outside. And I remember that. That was cool. Uh, yeah, those I remember the E3 coverage. I, I always, And yeah, they did like the cool tech demos. Like everyone kind of had like a Nintendo Treehouse moment kind was, of almost. It was great. Like, I, I think the last truly great E3 moment, or at least for me, was like the Breath of the Wild E3. Where like that was the only thing they had, but it looked so cool. And like it just like. It, it was awesome, and uh, I don't know. I have, I have some other favorite memories, like giant enemy crabs and, like, the Nintendo Muppets and stuff like that. Like, the Skyward Wii Sword music. debacle. We music? Yeah. Wii music. Oh, Come my on. God. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Come on. But Pac-Man I do, versus? I, I do think, like, a lot of that, though, is, is now it's hard to... Not hard to anticipate when, like, big Nintendo releases are going to come out, but, like, now it's just whenever Nintendo kind of decides... Yeah. They're going to tell you, whereas like back in the day, you could at least expect like, okay, around this time of year, you're guaranteed to get some news. You could book the day off work if you really wanted to, to cover it. And instead of like, it's just like, oh God, they announced a Nintendo Direct in eight hours. Should I call them six on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's 40 minutes. Where are we we talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so so since it's around E3, Tim, my, my thought was like, if, if Metroid Prime 4 is coming out this year, we're, we're probably going to have to see it here. And I didn't think we were going to, and we didn't. So, yeah, that, that tells me that um, it's definitely it's definitely coming on the next system. And I, and I think it's it's possible and maybe even probable that we do see a glimpse of the next system before the year is out. Um, but I certainly don't think that we're seeing Metroid Prime 4 in, until we see I... that. I, I don't kind think of see the system this year. I, I was gonna say I originally thought the same thing until we saw that new 2D Mario, and I was like, "That there's no way they show off a new system until that game is out." And I'm pretty sure that game comes out in October, and everyone yeah. thinks the direct is gonna happen in September. And I just that's like I, that if if we're talking about like last legs for the Switch, I could be that be like seeing that as their last big release and then after that they show off new well actually like early next year i don't disagree I don't with know. that inherently because i think what they could i don't think it would be part of a nintendo direct actually i i think it would probably just be like its own little mini announcement like you like you remember when they kind of did that like really small nx announcement where they they like announced it and it revealed it and whatever and it was its own thing um i i think that they could probably do that and they could probably do that in november december or something like that and then maybe january february march like have a full on this is what we got going on this is uh metro prime 4 this is you know what you can look forward to on the next switch etc etc i'm really curious to see like what the next console is going to be because like logic would dictate at least to me that it's just like kind of the same it's backwards compatible it's a more powerful version of the switch but i like who knows man with with nintendo it, it seems like when they have a hit they they make something completely different and not what people want afterwards so i'm i'm curious to see what the next system is going to be so my thinking about this is it's actually in regards to super mario brothers wonder you know a lot of people are looking at that game and thinking of it as, as this kind of small scale title 
I don't think people realize most 2D Marios outsell 3D Marios. I'm not sure if that's going to be the case with Odyssey just because that had such a head start and this is coming out near the end of the Switch's life cycle. So I'm going to guess probably not in this case. But 2D Mario games sell gangbusters. And I do not believe for a second that Nintendo is going to announce a console near when that game releases because they want that because that game is going to have legs. They want that game to have a good amount of momentum before they announce their plans to move on from that. And so that's why I'm thinking um, one, I'm thinking that, you know, we're, we're not going to see a console announcement for at least a few months after that game is released. And then two, that's why I'm kind of in the ballpark where I'm thinking Switch 2 is you know, holiday 2024 or spring 2025. I don't think it's going to be, you know, a spring 2024 uh, very soon. No, I think I think it's already too late for that. Like, I, I think, like, I, 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 not that I know anything, but, like, I feel like if you were going to launch a new system, like, you, you'd need a good nine-month build-up to that, maybe to show people what it is, have a demonstration of, like, some new games that you got going on. And I think, I think, like, if it were to launch in the spring, it's, it's, Already too late. So I agree with your timeline, although I don't agree. I think that they could still show it right around when Mario Wonder comes out, because it's going to sell regardless. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't think that if you showed off a new console, that's going to cut off the legs of, of Mario Wonder. But uh, I, I can see what you're saying. I Yeah, I mean, I'm with I'm with Doom on that. I do think that they'll just try to... I, I mean, ultimately, Odyssey will probably still end up being the best-selling Switch game, but it's been out for however many years. Um I mean, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which is also a port, still sold 15 million units. Like, I, I do think they're going to try to get as much juice mm-hmm. for the squeeze as they can, and I don't see why they would counter, I guess, market each other by having Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers Wonder and then also trying to draw... I mean, I guess, in a way, it doesn't really draw attention away to... You can have both simultaneously, but I do think they probably just want to, like, have this release come out and still consider it a big release for them, probably, and then, mm-hmm. may, like, maybe tease it around the release of wonder or something like and like look forward to this for next year i don't know something like that but i, I wouldn't be i really think if we're seeing this system it's yes yeah, it's, it's early next year at the earliest it, it would surprise you actually to learn that there is not a single mario game i that's not true there's mario kart but there's not a traditional mario game of the top five selling games on the switch right now i just googled that really quick I was. I'm surprised. Yeah, but actually. but Odyssey is the sixth, and yes, it's only yes, it the, and it's only this and it's only the sixth by less than a million units from Pokemon. So it's it, it might as well be in the top five. Uh, no, I'm not disagree. I was just surprised that that actually. Yeah. I think it's pretty incredible how well Breath of the Wild did. Honestly, like that's the, those sales figures, like even from like five year five years ago, just continue to blow me away. Like mm-hmm. never in my lifetime would I have ever expected a Zelda title to outsell like a traditional like mainline Mario title. That's like, it's literally, it's unprecedented. This is the first time it's ever happened. Uh, it, it might not be the last. Cause I mean, tears of the kingdom sold 10 million copies in like three days. So uh, we'll it's have still, to wait and it's see. It's still the number one selling game on Amazon. It yeah. is a monster right now. Um, anyways, I, I don't necessarily think that like launching a new title or a, a new system rather undercuts anything that Super Mario Wonder might do. We can talk a little bit more about Super Mario Wonder in a bit. I, I see what you guys are saying. I don't know if I'm completely sold on that. And I want to talk about something that I know that you guys aren't sold on, Metroid related. Um, so one of the things that we saw in this Nintendo Direct was a upscaled remastered version of luigi's mansion dark moon which is a fantastic fantastic video game by the way it is so fun i love actually i love luigi's mansion just in general i i love that series it's so fun and a couple of years i actually so i saw you tweet something doom and i and i thought to myself I'm like 
I'm pretty sure I pinned that message. So I went back to our Discord, and I think about two or three years ago, I pinned a message that said, Samus Returns will make its way some way, somehow, to Nintendo Switch before the end of the Switch's life. And I feel a little bit emboldened now, gentlemen, by that. Not a lot, but just a little, okay? I don't think it's impossible anymore. When I said that, I was mostly thinking that they might, like, just slam it on the uh the eShop or or like something like that or even NSO but I don't know like uh maybe that that would again if you're if you're in the final days of the Switch and you're looking for a smaller cheaper kind of game to fill up a month like you could do worse than porting Samus Returns giving it a second chance So here's my stance on it cuz Beforehand, beforehand, I would have said it's impossible. I'm still not saying it's very likely, but you know, again, Samus percentages, the, the needle, we're, we're we're moving it from like a five to a ten now. I think you know we're we're going places. Okay. Not, not very okay. far. Not very far. We're just going to the gas station. You know, we're not going on a road trip. But you know, we're we're going places. The car is moving at this point, and <laughs> all I can and think so, of in my head is like Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, but you have heard of me, <laughs> like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, this, this is kind of my thinking. I need to see more. I, I need to see more first because, like, I'm one of two minds of this. Nintendo, they're a weird company. I could absolutely see, you know, someone from Nintendo just sitting one day and be like, hey, Lu- remember that game Luigi's Mansion Dark Room or Dark Moon? Let's put that on the Switch. Sure. And then that's as far as the thought goes. That is the most Nintendo thing that I could ever imagine, honestly. Or, however, and this is another thought that I imagine, and granted, this is more wishful thinking, pie in the sky here, but, you know, we used to get Wii U ports on the Switch every single year. Usually more than one, but at least one up until uh, Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury, which was in early 2021. And as far as I recall, that's the last one. Yeah, yeah. As far as I recall, that's the last port that we've gotten, and that's over, that's like two and a half years ago now. And so... I don't think it's impossible that perhaps Nintendo is looking at, you know, okay, we brought, you know, most of the Wii U stuff that we wanted to do. What's next? Maybe we start bringing 3DS stuff over now, which that would be awesome. I don't, again, this is Nintendo, so perhaps a bit optimistic thinking, but I I certainly hope that's the case because there's, you know, a lot of really good 3DS games and, you know, being able to play them at, you know, with custom textures and higher resolutions, maybe even better frame rates, maybe like that. Like I, that would be amazing. And you know, dark moon is the only Luigi's mansion I haven't played yet. So that's going to be a day one buy for me. Cause you know, so I love fun. Luigi's mansion one and three. So, um, that's great. So Dak, I want your opinion, but I, I want to throw another question at you too, to answer as well regarding this. Oh my God. So two questions, two questions. <laughs> okay. So All number right. one, are, are we crazy? Which uh, don't answer too yeah. honestly. God, yes. well, at least let me is not coming to the Switch if they they it's not unless they start putting 3DS games on the eShop. It's All not right. coming. Well, this is the second part to my question. Assuming maybe it does happen, there's a way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Assuming okay. maybe that happens, they the only like I kind of laid out. I could see them releasing Samus Returns if it ever happened. I could see them doing it in like the kind of the final days of the Switch as kind of like a a placeholder game, something to fill up maybe the month of, I don't know, August or whatever, right? Is is that better or worse than just releasing it in the same kind of dead spot on the 3DS? Like, do, do you think it would do uh, any better if they released it well, in kind of that similar, uh, I guess, time in a console's life? 
I mean, it would be better because it's on the Switch, not the 3DS. More people probably buy it. I don't think it's really there's any difference. You don't um, think so? Not really. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's happening. So I think it's kind of a non-issue. Um, I mean, is it? It's because like, is putting Samus Returns out there like really like a placeholder like game for a month? Is that really even necessary? They could just not release a game. You know, it might as like it, like what's really is it really going to make any waves? I don't really think so. Um, if anything, oh, Prime Remastered was the placeholder. I, I don't I don't think so. Like you look at Nintendo's release schedule, and there there's always kind of those games. They're they're certainly not the A or not not even necessarily the B tier games, but like you know you you look at a game like uh, like an Astral Chain or like a Fire Emblem Engage and and th- like those kind of titles, and it's like. You know, or or any right. any of those garbage Kirby ports that come up and they have a new right, but those games are those games are coming out during the game's like kind of active like earlier lifespan. So it's, I think it's more important to have those stopgap games. Whereas if people are kind of moving on from the system or they've had it for six years, I don't think it's necessarily as important that you need to have a big release like or some kind of important release every quarter, every month because like. There's already a, a ton of games, a lot of third-party support now. And is Samus Returns really going to be that game to really do that? I mean, not for nothing, but Fire Emblem Engage, I forgot to look it up, but I'm sure sold way better than Samus Returns did. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It just occurred to me. I I know why Andy loved this Direct so much. There wasn't any Kirby. That's why I, he loved it. I swear was to you no guys, Kirby? there was not. And I, I swear as God is my witness, I was like... This there is gonna no this is gonna be a direct where like we're getting in we're winding down with the switch. What does Nintendo do when they need to fill up the release calendar? Bam! What can we slap Kirby's gimmick with today? Like what what new gimmick haven't we tried with a Kirby dancing game? Let's do it. A Kirby uh I don't I'll know play that. a Kirby snowboarding yeah, that game. That sounds fun, I'd do that. I'll play a, a Kirby snowboarding game. You cannot sit here and <laughs> and argue that a Kirby snowboarding game would be not fun. It would not that would be, be so much fun. It would not be fun, and let me tell you why. Because Kirby's in it. I hate Kirby. It's going to be, be a fun. green eggs and ham situation like with you. And King Dedede in it. Um, oh. Okay, so anyway, um, Sam Returns is not coming to the Switch, uh, for sure. Um, it took them this long to bring Dark Moon to the Switch. And they didn't, and I feel like we're overthinking this. The reason why they brought Dark Moon to the Switch, I would have to imagine, is because Luigi's Mansion 3 is one of the best-selling games on the Switch, of, uh, on period. I think it's in the top 10, if not the top 15. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not wrong. And, and Dark Moon... I believe was also in the top 10 or top 15 of the 3DS. It also sold a lot. In comparison, Samus Returns didn't even break a million units sold on the 3DS. It's very obvious, at least to me, that what they see is, oh, we have a game that's not available on the Switch, but people like Luigi's Mansion. Let's port a very popular 3DS game to the Switch. It'll sell a lot as it did on the 3DS, whereas Samus Returns didn't sell on the 3DS. There, I, if I Actually, I have it right here. Um... Samus Returns, there are at least 54, if not more, games that sold better than Samus Returns on the 3DS, which means at least 50 options more, that, but more likely, I think, to be ported to the Switch just on that basis alone. But on branding-wise, I mean, Luigi's Mansion is selling great on both consoles. It makes a lot of sense they would port that. So as much as I would love to see Samus Returns show up on the Switch, and you know what? Maybe it does show up on the Switch, but I don't think we're going to get like a... a, a a dedicated port like that, I feel like it would be like for some reason they bring 3DS games to the eShop and Samus turns on it. Mm-hmm. I don't really see them. And, and really, I, I really can see that, like maybe, right? Like I, I think that's probably more likely than them 
like uprising and, and doing that maybe and and maybe they do bring it because like they want to kind of make all of the mainline metroid yeah. games available but at the same time they could also argue it already is because you can technically play the original metroid 2 on current gen consoles and likely the next gen console will have the same eShop. so they may not be in a big rush to, to port samus returns because you can technically play all the games through the mainline series. So yeah, I, I don't see it. I would be very surprised at this point if Samus returns. It took them this long for Dark Moon to make it on. They're not they're in, <laughs> the bottom of the barrel is here and then Samus returns <laughs> below it. In terms of like how where they're trying to get to to port games. I'm not talking about the quality of the games, obviously. I'm just saying like there's a lot more they they would dig through to get to Samus returns and they have to ignore all that other stuff, which I doubt they would do. Okay, I just want to say so one hold on, one thing. So your your facts and your evidence are are crushing my dreams. So cut that out. And then uh, <laughs> okay. I, I would I would say like I I do think I'm sorry I'm sorry I I like everything sold better than Sam. I feel like Returns. a contrarian today. Like, well, I know, that, but that's it, fine. I, but but I will say like I I do think that there was circumstances with Samus Returns that that also contributed to how poorly it sold. Namely, that the Switch was already out and it should have just been a Switch game from the from the hop. So. Yeah, Doom, yeah. you were going to say something? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I so so I was going to say, like, so I'm definitely still in the camp that I don't think that, that Samus Returns is very likely again. I I need to see more 3DS ports first before I really start, before I go. And right. Luigi, Dark Moon is just kind of me starting to raise my eyebrow, kind of like that rock gif, you know. And um, one thing I will say, though, in regards to sales, you know, Assuming, you know, that this is like, you know, a new initiative of Nintendo starting to bring the 3DS library over, I don't necessarily think, you know, Samus Returns not selling great is going to be indicative of its placement because, you know, there's been, you know, if we look at the Wii U ports, you know, I mean, uh, year one, we got Pokemon Tournament DX, which, you know, sold nowhere near oh, yeah. as much as Super Mario 3D World, which was the last game that we got. And there's plenty of ones in between, you know, you got Pikmin 3 Deluxe, uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, Captain Toad as well. You know, all these smaller games that still came out beforehand. So I don't necessarily think like the amount of sales that it has is indicative of, you know, kind of the order they would release in. Assume, but this is all assuming that this is a scenario where they are bringing that library over. That's yeah. that's a good point, though. I will note that the na games you mentioned, at least Pokemon, Pokemon Tournament, Captain Toad, whatever, these games sold at least a million units. So I don't think any true. of the games that you mentioned sold under a million units, even on the Wii U. So to me, I I would say that that at least there there seems to be at least a hint of a potential threshold that they're willing to hit there mm -hmm. but you're right i mean it might not necessarily be indicative of that that said the wii u library does not Shin have a Shin lot of tensei sharp fe i would be shocked if that hit a billion units on the wii u i want to see the sales well, on that uh, you're probably, right I, think... I completely forgot about i, I mean like I nintendo think i think nintendo's just I, well, so just... weird like it, it they picked a exactly. random game to bring over randomly for no reason <laughs> Other but there could be an underlying reason. It. it could be an underlying reason for why it got brought over. I'm just saying the Wii U also doesn't have a lot of big... like. The, first of all, it doesn't have a huge library. Second of all, it doesn't have a big, large, like best-selling library. There are only... I think there's less than 20 games that sold more than a million units on the Wii U, mm -hmm. and none of them made over 10 million units sold. Like, it's not like... Three, the Samus Returns is on a, a part of a much larger library that they have a lot, a lot more choices. If you're porting stuff over from the wii u you don't have 
as many choices yeah. so you're gonna dig down to games that didn't sell as much especially games that were on the wii u which in general did not sell as well this is this is the last thing i would say i, I mean i i think dak you're you're probably right uh like the the evidence and facts are are certainly in your corner they're probably bringing i'm not it coming over. at it in an emotional way yeah. I, you know with <laughs> you, my heart i i want it there yeah you're, you. you're probably right <laughs> like you're you're they're probably looking at luigi's mansion 3 and being like damn this this game did really well and and that's that's probably all there is to it but um i, th- I think that the, the door is open just enough that i can i can hope mm. i can hope um so anyways I think I think another thing on top of that is we just got the Mario movie released, and so I think it makes sense that you know that we have a little bit of a surplus of Mario games yeah, that are coming what? out um, in this vicinity that's as well. That's a good point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why we need the Metroid movie, so that they, way they're like, let's get these Metroid games on the new gen consoles. So they they should have waited for the inevitable Luigi's Mansion movie, I guess, or maybe they're that's just when Luigi's a brand Mansion new one. Four comes yeah. out. No, that's when Luigi's Mansion Four. You don't think they're working on another Luigi's Mansion game already? They I hope so. are the making three more. Hundred percent. The, I mean, that's when did that last one come out? Uh, is going to be a Switch Two. Twenty nineteen. So it's yeah. already been four years since the last game. There's no way that. I mean, that's, to be fair, I mean, probably, it was ten that, years from the first to the second. Yeah, that's that's true. Twelve. That's true, actually. This game didn't sell anywhere near as well as yeah. Luigi's well, Mansion Three, though. Yes. Big it is disparity there. Now that I look about look at it, though, it is maybe there's another reason why Dark Moon came to the Switch is that it's been four years since the last Luigi's Mansion game, and maybe they wanted to yep. put out that one as a stopgap between this and the new Luigi's Mansion 4. Yep, I, I think that's, throw that in there. That I think that's very a... probably likely mm-hmm. as well. Whereas so, we kind of got, we got Metroid Prime Remastered, which I feel maybe is more of a stopgap between Metroid Dread and whatever next is coming from Metroid and not Samus Returns again on the Switch. Okay, well, I, I I won't stop believing until until every ounce of me. Why don't is... you want like hunters or pinball or something instead of Samus Returns? Put your energy towards towards that. Can't you go and play Samus Returns on the 3DS? Here, let me tell you why. It's it's because I feel like hunters and pinball got like a fair shot, and, and I feel like Samus Returns didn't. It was a really great Metroid game, the first new Metroid game in a long time, and it was it was just sent out to die. Like it was sent out to die on the old system. That uh, like it it, sh- it should have been a Switch game, uh, and if they needed to delay it to 2018 to make that a Switch game, like I think they should have done it. Whatever you know, it is what it is. But uh, I I do feel like it got kind of the short end of the stick. But um, I I do I do want to move on here to another announcement that we saw in this Nintendo Direct, and um, something that gives me a lot more hope I would say than than Samus Returns, which is obviously a fool's hope. But we saw that um, Pikmin One and Two are coming to the Nintendo eShop and getting a bundled physical release uh, later in September. I think it's not... Well, I, I can't say I think it would be likely, but I can't say that I also don't think it's impossible that maybe Metroid Prime 2 and 3 could see kind of the same treatment. Uh, I Am I going to say it's over 50%? Uh, I don't think so, but obviously certainly higher than Samus Returns. I, I think that that's something that I could see because I think clearly... Maybe not clearly, but like it, it. We were talking about this, uh, I think last week or the week before Doom. Where like Dak and I were like, I, I don't think Metroid, Metroid Prime two and three are getting like the the HD treatment. I think if they come, they're gonna come kind of as is. Um, and I could see that maybe like following suit and releasing on the eShop digitally for like thirty bucks a pop or something like that. Maybe it's fifty bucks for the bundle. I, I don't know, but I, I could see that. And maybe again, this is kind of a a precedent and and like again when you kind of get into like the last days of a console you you get that 
that stuff that that fills up those release calendars. So maybe maybe this could be something that we can look forward to soon. Real real quick before you respond to that, Doom, I, I I'm glad you brought that up, Andy, because this is what I gave me more hope. Not the Dark Moon Samus Returns nonsense that you're subscribed to, <laughs> um, but this I saw this and I was like, oh, they could do this for the other Metroid Prime games. That's what I thought immediately when I saw this because. Truthfully, I'm not. I mean, I, I should try. I never really gave Pikmin a fair shake. Oh, I should try them out. Dude, you would love Pikmin. Um, it's it's so fun. Dak, so here's it, the thing. Dak, I was I was in your camp, too. I was like, oh, you know, what? I'm happy for Pikmin fans, but I don't know. It doesn't. The, the art direction, it's a little too cutesy for me. It doesn't really resonate with me. I played the Pikmin 3 Deluxe demo, and I fell in love with this game, Dak. I can't say that you're going to fall yes. in love with it as much as I did, but like, I played the demo, and immediately I was like, I get it now. I'm a fan. And so, yeah. It, well, I won't say that it's because I won't say it's because it's artsy or the art style or because it's cutesy or anything like that. That's not why. I just never really looked at the gameplay and thought it would be something that would interest me. But you know, what? I should give it a fair shake. And if there is a demo, I'm, there's really no good reason for me not to do it. But I did see this, and I thought, yeah, you you put Metroid Prime Remastered out there, and it's it did I think pretty well for a remaster that just kind of got shadow dropped out of nowhere. You put one and two, you know, or sorry, two and three for Metroid Prime put that out there and then you have all three prime games on the switch just like that yeah i i think the seeing this absolutely and if they're not going to remaster the game i could absolutely see them re-releasing two and three like the trilogy versions whatever it is for 30 dollars a pop or 50 dollars for the bundle whatever it is and mm-hmm. call it metroid prime two and three two plus three whatever it is like yeah i saw this and i definitely thought metroid way more than dark moon for samus returns i think this for samus percentages if we're doing that I not that it was low to begin with because I still kind of thought it was likely, but absolutely a lot higher, a lot higher. I could definitely, I even say, would you take the over see, 50? Yes, I think we're in like okay. the 70s range. I think we're in like the 70s range. I would say like a 75, maybe even 80. I would not be surprised if by the end of this year, Prime 2 and Prime 3, if not maybe at the beginning of next year, but maybe at the end of this year, we see them come to the shop. I could see that as like yeah, a, a quiet December release potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement with basically everything Dak just said. Um, you know, I was kind of I was more so in the camp that we were going to get these, but I it was very close to fifty percent, but just slightly over. Mm. After seeing this, now it's like well into like the eighties where it's just like, okay, this is precisely how I see them handling two and three at this point. As much as I would love to have those games remastered, just just for Sanctuary Fortress alone, my God, that would be incredible. But I just I don't see that happening. It, it doesn't feel likely, especially because you know, while you know the Prime One remastered, it, it did fine. It did good. It didn't it didn't do great. It didn't do amazing. And I don't. And obviously, you know, if two and three were go- were going to be remastered, they aren't going to sell anywhere near as much as that Prime One remaster. And I don't see Nintendo wanting to put those kind of resources into that game. Mm-hmm. But like having, you know, the complete Metroid Prime collection on on Switch, especially if they're going to do that with the Pikmin games of all of all series, yeah, like this, it just it just makes sense. And like this is a perfect, perfectly adequate structure to do that. I'm not even sure if I would if I could see them happening this year. I feel like it would be similar to where these games, you know, they're coming out the month before Pikmin 4. I could see Prime 2 and 3 as a collection coming out maybe, you know, a month or two before Prime 4 with, you know, a physical release later on down the line with kind of that digital release getting the head start. I would I would agree if Prime 4 was coming out only for the Switch. Pik- I, Pikmin I 4 seems to be coming. I mean, I'm sure they're going to port mm-hmm. Pikmin 4 to the new console, but at the moment it's a Switch game. 
Yeah. Metroid Prime. I don't think they're going to release Metroid Prime Four on the new console and on the Switch and release Prime Two and Prime Three. Like that's a lot of Metroid Prime all at once. Um, I I do think though that maybe, I mean maybe they could release Prime Two and Three around the same time they released Remastered this year, around February I, I, or whatever. It's like that. that kind of like low area of the year where it's right after the holiday season. There's no major holiday and nothing else is really kind of getting released. I feel like I would not be surprised. Maybe it comes out. I'm going well, to change my answer to that. And, and especially once you kind of start gearing up for a new console, like there's a lot of lean months at, at the last, you know, little bit before yeah. the new console console launches. That's I, I think a game that you would put be, out for those months. Not that, Sam's Returns for the Switch, but Metroid Prime 2 and 3, Andy. Do them both. That's what, that's what moves That's what moves plastic right there. Well, here, here's a question for you guys, though. If they're doing that... I assume that the tank controls are the only controls in Metroid Prime 2, and I, and I guess no, 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 no. Like, do you, do you so, think so that they actually, do? So I'm, I'm going to counter actually, that actually. Well, hold on. Let, let, me ask you, let me ask a question. Ports, actually, let me ask a question because I was going to ask about the Pikmin ports. Is is the controls are they the same? Like, did they update them at all? I'm not sure. Yeah. So so you have the regular standard controls, but um, you also have the motion controls from the uh, the Wii ports of that game. It's the, oh, the okay. Pikmin well, ports. I, take it back. I haven't played them yet. I haven't, yeah, I haven't played them yet, but from what I understand, they're actually like they're they're pretty decent ports. There's like there's like texture upgrades, obviously, you know, 1080 1080p. But yeah, there's also like a lot of quality of life improvements, not just ported from the Wii version, but added into this version as well. So I could definitely see I, I could definitely see Prime Two and Three kind of towing the line between you know kind of kind of in that area not quite you know not quite like a skyward sword hd or a wind waker hd but you know definitely above you know the quality we'd see in like you know the 3d all-stars collection which was like bare minimum yeah, yeah. I, I guess my thought on that is like if if you're producing these games and the idea is to kind of make them you know let's call it what is like a cheap release that you can get out I, I don't know that they'd have like the the dual analog controls that we saw in Metroid Prime HD. Maybe they would, but I I think that they could I, probably I think they definitely would absolutely. Well, I, I don't I know don't... if they would though because it's not part of the base game. Like I think they could have the yeah. gyro controls from from Prime Trilogy. I, I do think I do think the bare minimum is they'll have what was in Trilogy. Like you'll be able yeah. to use the original controls with a GameCube controller, whatever it is, and you'll be able to use the motion controls with the whatever. But I I Andy I I kind of I'm. I'm on the fence there because on one hand, I feel like the dual analog is like, I don't know game dev wise if that would require like a huge implementation of that or like a new, the game right. being rebuilt or whatever. But like, I, if, I if do it was think if they're going to release do, it, I think they yeah. do it. If it's, but if it's I don't a think it's a guarantee. No, I don't I, either. I agree it's not a guarantee because it wasn't in the base game. I do agree with that. I, I disagree. I think they're I think they're absolutely doing if the if these games come out, that's if if these games come out, absolutely they they they're gonna have dual analog. I will die on that hill. You guys are picking the weirdest hills as fans to die on. Samus Returns coming to the Switch and and non remastered ports having dual analog. What what hill are you dying on today, Dak? I don't think there is a hill that needs to die on in Metroid at the moment. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that. So, this guy. but I. Oh, I appreciate yeah. your passion and your valor as fans, but uh, <laughs> not for me. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I, I felt pretty good about uh, Metroid Prime's chances of getting onto the Switch after seeing Pikmin uh, show up. I really hope that you give Pikmin a try. By the way, it's it's super fun. Um, so yeah, really quick. I guess uh, so. That's what yeah, we got. I, I just want to. I just want to say the Pikmin 4 demo, by the time this episode releases, it should be coming out the Friday. Uh, so this will be releasing on a, on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and uh, the demo comes out on a Friday. So yeah, you should all uh, definitely check that out. Oh, when the it demo's releases. not even out yet? 
Well, you can the Pikmin three demo. You can play that right now. Oh, oh, oh! The Pikmin four demo comes out, um, you know, later in the week. All right, maybe I'll just wait for that then. Wait for Pikmin four. You you should try honestly. Pikmin three is one of the most in terms of just like fun. It's one of the most fun video games I've ever played, and it doesn't overstay. It's it's a lot like Metroid Prime in a way that like Metroid Prime is this great, gorgeous looking adventure that doesn't you know it lasts like a like ten hours. You can do everything that there is to do. I played twenty hours of Pikmin three and just like loved every minute of it, and then. you know, put it away. And I was like, that's great. Yeah, maybe I got to do that because I was telling you guys I was playing some new games recently. And I mean, I'm playing Power Wash Simulator right now, which which not going <laughs> to lie, nice. I'm enjoying a lot. Um, But I'm kind of in between games at the moment. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I've been getting back an RPG maker and like other stuff. I'm like, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for Starfield and an armored core is what I want. Um, But yeah, I'll give it a try because I've I've never really I never really give Pikmin the time of day. So maybe I have to. Um, all right, well, let's uh, really quickly, we got a few minutes to kill here. Let's just talk about this uh, Nintendo Direct. We talked about the Metroid side of it, but um, there there was a bunch of cool stuff that was announced. And uh, ob- obviously for me, um, Pikmin 4 was kind of like the game um, that, that I was really excited about because I, I am a big Pikmin fan. I think that game looks super awesome. But I think the game that got the most buzz, well, I guess you could argue, but at least for me... The game that got the most buzz was the Super Mario RPG remake. And, and that's like one of my favorite games ever. I love that game so much. And I do, I do want to tell you gentlemen both something right here right now. Um, after the trailer came out, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if I love that art style. It's a bit too polished. It's a ah, bit too blocky. It's so fun. I hold, love it. Hold on. I I did. I rewatched the trailer and I was like, you know what? It, they still do kind of have a little bit of that like clonky toy like aspect to yeah. it so i i, I kind of i got on board and i was like okay like stop complaining spateria this looks pretty cool um, i, I so love I'm, that i'm stoked for this like i i love i love mario rpg it's so charming and so just like i just remember playing it as a kid i, I can't wait to buy this game in in november when it comes out and and uh maybe we'll get gino in the next smash game oh my god yeah no, Malo, <laughs> please <Malo. laughs> i um yeah, I was really happy to see that because I, as a uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door and Paper Mario 64, but especially Thousand Year Door, that's one of my favorite games of all time. And I've always wanted like the resurgence of, of Mario RPGs. And I also really love the you know Mario Luigi series as well. And I feel like now both of them are kind of in a weird state. So it's nice, even though it's a remake, to kind of see Super Mario RPG in a way, backed and literally and figuratively. So like... That was really fun. I thought it was really cool. It was definitely one of those games I honestly never really thought was going to get like re-released or remastered. I always kind of mm-hmm. felt like one of those games that just kind of was stuck out there. I was really th- I mean, I did think Super Metroid was going to potentially be the the rumored S- Super Nintendo remake. I was holding out for Chrono Trigger and I part of me at one point I want to say at a fleeting like, "Oh, it could be Mario RPG," but like just because I was thinking of RPGs on the on the Super Nintendo, not specifically because mm-hmm. of that game, but um, I really want a Chrono Trigger. So I saw this and I was like, oh, I got an RPG and I got Super Mario RPG. I thought it looks really funny. It looks really great. Like, I think it really like I was actually disappointed it wasn't a shadow drop because I was ready to buy it oh, right man, then. I would have been started playing it. I, that would have been great. I'm, but, you know, I guess they want to have a little lead time. But yeah, that was my that was my game of the of the direct, though. I thought yeah. Super Mario Brothers Wonder also looked like pretty uh, elephant Mario. Man, come on. Did you see the Animorphs meme? God, that was good. Yeah, like, I'm ready for Elephant Mario. 
Can I, so. tell, can I tell you guys that you're going to laugh your ass off at me when you hear this, but like, so there was all those all right. rumors that that were flying around about there's going to be an SNES game remade, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, like, I don't really think Super Metroid is going to be the game. I don't think it needs a remake. I don't think Chrono Trigger, like, need like, it's still so awesome to play it. It looks awesome, and I was thinking the same about Mario RPG, and and I was kind of like, I, I think it might be Earthbound. I think it might be Earthbound, because I was like, I don't know, like, hmm. maybe they'll do something with this series, and like, what else do you do other than like? Guess. Well, that's. I was like, I don't know, just remake it, make guess. it look pretty, and try it for a new audience. I don't know. So I kind of thought that it might be that, and, and I wasn't disappointed, obviously, with Mario RPG at all. But I do hope Earthbound gets that one day, because I think mm-hmm. it would do maybe like decent. I don't know. So uh, regarding Super Mario RPG, I need to preface this with something, and I need I need you I need y'all to put put down your torches and, and pitchforks for a moment. Let me let me explain. Trust me. No, just just wait. Just trust this me. It's gonna on be this. worse. I can feel it. Oh, you have like no it. idea. So, just wait. So, I notoriously do not like RPGs. It's I I oh. I've never been able to get into them. I think turn-based combat is boring. It's not for me. If it, if it's your thing, hey, that's cool. But it's never really appealed to me. Okay. This game looks amazing. I want this. This is my game of the show. I want this. I want to play this right now. This looks so good. It's beautiful. I think this is like one of the three or four best looking games on the switch. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I've, I've never in a million years would have imagined that a freaking RPG, a turn-based RPG would be like my most anticipated game of the year. But here we are. Oh my God. This looks so amazing. I want to play this right now. Okay. First, first of all, uh, I feel so bad for you for missing out on all these legendary games that are RPGs. And second of all, I can't wait to recommend you all these legendary RPGs to play after you fall in love with role-playing. Yeah, this game looks awesome. It looks so good. Seeing, do we and, see Boshi also, in the trailer, by the way? I can't. I, I thought I spotted him. Was there Boshi? I, I don't know. I, I thought that we didn't see Boshi yet. Oh, man. I was, so, I was kind of looking was up in the for trailer as an action figure. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yes, that's in the original game, though. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, herself I, is in the original I game. I mean, if you like... Look, if you're going to enjoy Super Mario RPG, definitely play the paper mario series too because i feel like mm-hmm. it is if you've played paper mario this is it's not a step back but it came beforehand so it doesn't have like as like the paper mario like battle system i'm pretty sure it's a if i remember correctly a pretty it's standard similar. yeah pretty uh, pretty it's it's similar but i don't think it has the same timing stuff that no, like paper I, mario had I, it has like a you can defend but you can't like do like the parries and like it, it's counter. more it's more like traditionally turn-based like it's, exactly, it's more traditional yeah, I'm, actually, more, I'm actually playing paper mario right now it's really fun yeah it's a more traditional like yeah. jrpg essentially um which i think is very i personally i've always found it to be very fascinating about the game because i i play paper mario first and that feels like a mario rpg where a Super Mario RPG feels like a JRPG just with Mario characters over it, which I feel like is, if you enjoy that, it's great because I I love regular traditional JR you know RPGs in general. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I thought that was really cool to bring that back, and I am also I mean I not as apparently as excited as Doom is, even though I don't know how excited <laughs> you're going to be when you actually start playing the game and realize. It is, in fact, just, a turn-based ba- RPG. I was just stunned, because I never in a million years would have expected me to be this excited about Mar- Super Mario RPG. But, like, man, this game... Something about this... Tra- I like. I don't know if it's just visually the art style really appeals to me. Like, I love the like, art I style. Think it's one, I think it's one of the thir- three best-looking games on Switch. You put this up there with Prime Remastered and Luigi's Mansion 3. I think it's I think it's one of the best-looking, at I, least I, from this specific trailer. I think we were saying in the Discord, Andy, it was, it's like... 
in New Super Mario Brothers, if you never grab like a mushroom, you just stay tiny mode all the yeah. time. Just like that's yeah. how it looks. And I always love that about New Super Mario Brothers, how they brought like the small 2D Mario out to like 2.5D and he just looks like a little squished Mario. I always <laughs> thought that was funny. And I think it translates really well for like the toy-esque kind of aesthetic that uh, Super Mario RPG goes for. So, yeah, I'm excited for that game. I, I'm I'm stoked. It's going to be uh, so awesome. I'm not... I'm not as sold on Super Mario Wonder. I and the, uh, and the trailer the trailer looked great. The the elephant gimmick was fun. Like it, I I I can't quite put my finger on it. Actually, I I don't I, I don't know what it is, but I, I there's something about 2D Mario to me now that's just kind of like not as appealing. Like even like 3D World, I was just kind of like eh, I don't really want this. Uh, so I never played it, um, which I've heard is a massive mistake because I heard it's awesome. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, like... I remember getting new Super Mario Bros. and thinking that it was super bland, like, back in the day. What did that come out, like, 2006 I love new Super Mario Bros., man. Um, let yeah, me, actually, let me correct me. I got, I got the Wii one, um, not the not oh. the DS one. Um, I remember getting the DS one. Because I had the fun minigames. Yeah, I like, I like the getting... DS one, but afterwards, I never really got into them. I don't know right. what it is. It just, it didn't, uh, like grab me which, which is too bad because it looked you know what it looked like it looked like the, the coolest levels in tropical freeze actually in a lot of places well they had the little silhouette yeah stage for one which is like i thought saw like oh donkey kong did yeah. that um yeah Honestly, i mean of all the, of, i was gonna say of all the series this reminds me of i actually got a lot of rayman vibes weirdly mm. enough from from this i trailer. got rayman vibes from the character the little thing that floats around mario or whatever that that has that talks which the, the i thought was weird flower <laughs> that was weird to hear like someone speaking in a mario game like <laughs> in a 2d mario game i think in a 3d mario game i guess i'm more used to it but like in that it was just like jarring um i yes i when new suit mario brothers came out i really enjoyed it like i don't know there's just there's something like so good about a good 2d mario like I mean, I grew up playing like Super Mario Brothers three and like Super Mario World, like at my uncle's place, and like I had the mm-hmm. the Game Boy Advance like re releases. Like I remember, I enjoy those games a lot. But in general, I enjoy three D games over two D games. Like I would obviously love a three D Mario over that. But there's just something about it that like, it felt like more inventive. I love the style of it. Like the music sounded cool. It, it didn't. It didn't feel like another new Super Mario Brothers to me. At first, it did. At first, like the aesthetic was like, oh, it just looks like another new Super Mario Brothers. But then. Mm-hmm. Like it, it definitely feel like they're really trying to change it up a little bit, um, and I don't know. There's just something good about just some good old 2D Mario that, like, yeah, I might, I might jump in. I think I, I, I wasn't as sold the first time I saw it, but when I rewatched the trailer a second time, I was like, oh, this actually looks like a lot of fun, um, and it looks like something that you'd have a lot of fun playing with friends. Which also New Suit Mario Brothers was good at. Um, I thought was playing with friends. So, right. I, um, I, I am excited. I, I'm excited for both of the Mario's and the new, um peach game which yes. also looks fun that looks awesome I, that looks cool and i liked super princess peach back on the ds and i also thought it was very fun because i had heard the you know new 2d mario and new remake rumors it was cool to see the peach game come out and i was like oh that must be the new 2d mario game they're talking about and then you get super mario wonder and i'm like oh that was what they were talking about and it's like an acid trip of a mario game like it looks like they're really trying to get out there with the with you know with the, the gameplay and the aesthetic and mm-hmm. I thought that was it looks a lot of fun so yeah I'm I'm gonna give it a try I thought again I, this direct had a bunch of games where I was like I'm actually looking forward to a bunch of stuff that they're they announced 
I, you know, I, I think I'm going to get it too, but uh, there's just, there's something, but I, I think like maybe playing this is going to be a cure for my 2D Mario issue, but uh, yeah, go ahead, dude. I was going to say, I think, I think I'm on the polar opposite side of you, Andy, where I'm, where I'm super hyped for, you know, the, the Super Mario Brothers Wonder, but I'm not quite feeling the Peach game yet, but like, to be fair, that's just because we've only seen like 10 seconds of gameplay. Yeah. Personally, I think they should have held that back till maybe September or even maybe the February Direct. I, cause, I don't know, I just, I don't think this was the right time to announce that, but oh my gosh, like it has been so long since I've been excited for a 2D Mario and it feels like so great to finally like genuinely be anticipating it again. I mean, this game, it looks wacky. It's creative. It's unique. It's original. It's um, it's style. It's stylish. You know, it doesn't look like this, um, you know, it doesn't look like this sterile, bland intensely focus tested you know kind of look like the later new super mario brothers games look mm. it just it looks it looks like there's like genuine heart and passion put into it and like i feel like we've only gotten a fraction of what this game has to offer so if i feel like there's going to be when that september direct hits like we're going to learn even more like i'm already sold on the game this is this is a day one buy for me but like, I, I feel like there's going to be so much more under the surface that we don't even know about. Like, I mean, like, Daisy, Daisy's a playable character in this game. Like, what? What, what, what on earth? Like, I'm. There's going to be more playable characters. There's going to be so, more playable characters. Someone needs to start a Mario podcast with this guy. This, this is yeah, hype no for this new Mario. Jesus. I, I don't know. Man, like, man. like Daisy being playable to me. Mario. I'm, I'm just like whatever. Like, I don't care about Daisy. But I, I will say. I do think you're right. It do, it ha- looks like it has a ton of personality. It looks like it's not just like a crappy like Mario game to release as a placeholder. It it does look like it's you know got some um, a lot of creativity behind it. So I, I think I I think I am gonna get it too, just because I don't want to be this like. Old... We need a Metroid game in this style. Yeah, that would be cool. Tri- trippy Samus acid trip returns. Metroid. I'm down. Yes. No, 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 I don't agree with that, but. Yeah, why not? I say we do it. Metroid Any, 6. Anytime Metroid anyone Wings. says we need a Metroid, Metroid game like this, Wonder. I just say yes. Why not? Let's so do personally, it. I, I've been I've been advocating for this for a while, but if we did get a Super Metroid remake, I was I've been advocating that we should get it in like the kind of HD 2.5D style that like mm. those Square RPGs have uh, been. Oh, I feel no. like that would be no. yes. that would be perfect would, for Super uh, Metroid. That would suck. No, I'm sorry. If we I get if we get it, I want that. like HD dread like textures. I, I want that for fusion, but I feel like Super Metroid, like I, I want it to like kind of no. embrace kind of more of those retro roots a little bit. I feel like you, you, you want to do that for Super Even Metroid. Even if it doesn't have to be Super Metroid, I would just love a Metroid game in a, like a 2D pixel style again. Really, I would. I would. I would. I would love to see. I feel like there's so many cool things you can do. It doesn't have to like 2.5D is cool, but I don't know. Like I would love if maybe they tried to go a little more stylistic with Metroid like once like why not like give it a give it a shot i feel like there's a lot of cool stuff you can do to try to if you try to break down the boundaries of what you can and can't do with an art style i think opens you up to a lot of cool and you know innovation i don't know i I would obviously buy that game but that that's not what i want for metroid like if they were to remake chrono trigger in that art style like we need a metroid rpg metroid rpg and then we do it in that art style how about that and then that way you get your you get the game you want. I was about to say, I would have grown before. I would have grown before, but after Super Mario RPG, maybe it's not a bad idea. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're going to love that game. I, I mean, if it's Metroid, I'm going to buy it. But the, the I played a lot of those 2.5D art style games, and I, I, just, I don't see it jiving well with Metroid. But, I mean, you know, maybe maybe it does. Maybe it's one of those things you got to see to believe. Um, okay, a couple quick hits here. Um, some stuff that stood out to me. 
I am stoked that the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection is coming to the Switch. I am, like, so stoked. Although, I wish, I wish, and this will never happen, but I wish that they had included Twin Snakes somehow, some way, because that is the definitive way to play Metal Gear Solid 1. I don't care what anybody says. So, yeah. Uh, I hear there's a certain I heard there's a certain sea mammal that's really good at playing that game, but you know you didn't hear it from me. I'm just gonna buy the collection on PC because I want to play Snake Eater. Yeah. So that's that's primarily because I love that game. <laughs> I love I love Metal Gear Solid Three. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm gonna buy it on a PC. Sorry, Switch. Unfortunately, any third party game that releases on you, I'm not gonna buy it. I will buy it on Steam. Uh, which that's one thing I love about Nintendo Directs. I get to find out a bunch of games that are didn't know are on Steam. Like they're like, <laughs> look, this game's coming to Switch. I'm like, well, that game looks fun. Is it on PC? Oh, it is. Great. I'm gonna go buy it there. <laughs> that's literally what happens almost every direct, and that's one thing I always love about it. Because you get these even the small indie games is perfect for that. Like, oh, this game that was on PC two years ago, it's on Switch now. I didn't even know it was on PC. Awesome. I'm gonna go play it there. Um, that is one of those games for me. But I am excited to see that it's even existing at all. Yeah, this collection was first announced during the um, the PlayStation showcase last month, but we didn't get too yeah. many details about it. We finally got like all the bl- the big blowout on this all as long, you know, along with the rest of the platforms that's coming out. This collection looks awesome, dude. This is another mm. easy day one buy for me. Um, I'm probably honestly I'm thinking of double dipping on this. Honestly, I might get this. I'm I'm definitely getting it on Xbox. I might get it on PC, and I might even triple dip and get a get a Switch version too. That's if I'm crazy. feeling it, that's crazy. I, I, I might. I, I'm not. Crazy. I'm not committed. I'm I'm not committed, but I'm Mario the, the and Metal Gear Solid fan over here, dude. Um, I I said I would so never like, in my life start another podcast, but if I ever did, baby, it'd be Metal Gear Solid. I, you won't start another podcast, man. I don't believe you. No, no, I I won't. If you if I do it, you need to lobotomize me um okay and you know what well, the I, thing that I love about this collection is that this is the first time that the original playstation metal gear is finally leaving sony consoles like it's never been ported to pc before never been ported you know outside of the sony sphere so this is the first time that xbox and pc and nintendo can you know experience the original metal gear and there's rumors that mgs4 is going to be on volume two which that hasn't even left that the ps3 so wicked. if that happens yeah i would love to replay that i have that game and i don't even have a ps3 anymore fan, but i want that ported yeah man can you imagine if they ported uh imagine if they ported metal gear solid 4 to twin snakes i would literally die i'd go buy a lottery ticket or metal something. gear solid 4 i am ready to sit down with a big bag of popcorn and watch oh, that yeah. movie i can't wait to do I, that i love that's one of my favorite movies i love that i love metal gear solid so much i love that game metal gear solid 4 is a game that i distinctly also remember loving the lead up to because it was such a yeah. hugely anticipated game at the time like, and all those characters kind of came back too that it was it was awesome yeah um, cool game. all right another game that kind of stuck out to me i wasn't expecting it to i thought this star ocean game actually looked kind of cool it's a game i've heard about before doom you'd probably hate it it's an old rpg but uh it was kind of like a <laughs> space-faring sci-fi rpg i might i don't know i might check it out one day if the price is right i hear a lot of people online talking about this game i'll be honest i can't even remember what this game looked like if i'm being completely honest <laughs> um i mean it was it's been like, around for a while yeah i mean if they've been, uh, you've probably heard of, um, wasn't there one on the GameCube? I think, uh, I, like, it, like, if you, if you can picture a uh, PlayStation 1 JRPG, it kind of yeah. has, like, that kind of aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I, I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot. Of, we've kind of talked about everything else that looked cool. Luigi's Mansion. Um, I'm thinking uh, of Fantasy Pippin. Star Online. That's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Not Star Ocean. I'm getting oh. the two mixed up with Fantasy Star Online. Uh, that was the, the only online GameCube game, I'm pretty sure, right? I think it, I, I want to say yes, because yeah. it actually it had its own thing you connected with, and no other game had that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you know what else was cool? You're I, I I'm gonna be that guy. I can't I can't sit here and tell you that I'm gonna buy it, but I like Detective Pikachu. By God, I I do own the first one actually, and it's kind of it's like it's okay if you're into Pokemon and you're into Phoenix, right? It's kind of like a nice little mm-hmm. blending of the two. Another big announcement I liked. Um, it's not something. Again, it's not something I'm gonna buy because I already own it on Xbox, and recently I just bought it on PC too. But uh, I'm so happy that the the Batman Arkham trilogy is finally on Switch. Mm. Uh, the the game had a ratings leak like over a year ago now, and I've just been waiting for this to get announced. And so I'm really happy that people who just own a Switch uh, can finally play it, or people who just want to play it portably can now finally experience all three of these incredible games. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I want to give everyone a quick shout to the game that I thought was also a nice little sleeper I'm throwing in there. Um, I'm a big fan of the WarioWare series. And one of my favorite games for the Wii was WarioWare Smooth Moves. And we now are getting a kind of a, a sequel to that with um, Move It, I think. Is it called Wario now? WarioWare, WarioWare Move It. it. WarioWare Movement. Move It. Move It. Not Movement. Um, I love Smooth Moves. And I, I wish this game... I hope it has a multiplayer online. That would be sick. But if not, I'll play it in person. Uh, Smooth moves one of my favorite. I still have it for the Wii, and I love that the motion gameplay. I always thought was stupid and funny. Um, I know the other WarioWare game came out, and that was also fun. But it was had different kinds of games. It wasn't like the motion based mm-hmm. ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, new WarioWare. That's always cool. So cool. Yeah, I keep forgetting about this game, but then every time I get reminded, it's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. I I should pick that up. Yeah. I, I I never really got into WarioWare, and and actually when the Game Boy Advance games came on NSO, I I played it. It's a good and, party uh, game. Yeah, you know what? It you know, probably it, is like it. It's like, a good game to have in your back pocket, like when you wanna you got people over or something. Yeah, it's what one two switch witches it could be. Wasn't there? Uh, uh, There's a sequel to that or whatever, wasn't there? Everybody one two switch. Oh the yeah, game baby. Nintendo was so embarrassed about they didn't even put it in the direct. <laughs> Yeah, but it, that's because they did looks, a whole like lame. video. They did it. It had its own direct. It had like a video with like a bunch of people <laughs> in a ballroom doing it. Did they, they, did they, they hire like a bunch thing. of influencers to try and convince us that this was a really cool game? Apparently, and... but I feel like I looked at them and I didn't recognize <laughs> any of them at all. And I was like, there's a new game of the year in town. Actually, one one low key cool announcement was the Tears of the Kingdom amiibo, which I'm a big fan of because uh, we got like a million gajillion Link amiibo, but not a lot of Ganondorf or or Zelda for that matter. So I was uh, I was excited about that. Yeah, overall a pretty good Nintendo Direct, I would say. One one of the better ones I've seen in a while. Hmm. I, I was very weirdly paced, but I think that was more so. I think that was more so just kidding, like we were talking about at the at the top that you know we're starting to wind down now. But again, like even the awkward pacing and the lack of Metroid news aside, like I thought that was a great direct. I mean, yeah. the fact again, the fact that there that my, an RPG is my most anticipated game this year is just like that. That, that it almost it feels. I, I feel. I feel like I. This is a non-canon event for all U.S. Spider Verse fans out there. God, so like, like you never played Final Fantasy. You never played like Chrono Trigger. You, I, ne- you never none of those. I played. I played. 
I played a little bit of Final Fantasy Nine. I want to say I can't remember, oh, but I never. One. Yeah, I, it was it was like well over a de- maybe even two decades ago now. So like, okay. not well, not I, mean, I I can't remember any of it. I Definitely mean, play, not an accurate. I mean, you played Pokemon, where right? My, yeah. You oh yeah, Pokemon, I played. Right? Yeah, I played. I played RPG. Pokemon Red, and I played a little bit of Pokemon Stadium. That's the only oh. Pokemon you've ever played. Seriously, it's the only Pokemon. I, I, oh my I played. God. I played that's the Pokemon crazy. characters in Smash. Okay, that's this, crazy. This guy's dedicated to, to hating RPGs. I I respect that. Um, I don't hate them. They're just not for me. Except okay. except for potentially Super Mario RPG now. Okay, well, you know what? I uh, I never liked Poutine until I went to Montreal, and now I love it. So maybe this is the one that just embraces. It opens the door for you. Maybe you need a Canadian RPG and RPG yeah. takes place in Canada. You know, is that, I, is that a thing? I saw a game called Super Blood Hockey for like two bucks on the eShop, and I almost bought it. And it looked ridiculous. It looked so good. Hmm. Probably not worth two bucks, but hey, whatever. Um, okay, any any final thoughts on this director? Anything else before we get out of here, gentlemen? Uh, Samus Returns probably not happening. Prime two and three very likely. Um, can't wait for Switch 2 so that we can finally get some Prime 4 news. There you go. Um, no, but I just want to say I saw Dead & Company twice in the past week. Um, shout out to any of my deadheads out there. Um, it was a sick show, and if you can see them before their final tour ends, go and do it because they're awesome and they're killing it this year. There you go. That's all I got. Uh, sending well wishes to the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, with a broken arm or you whatever know, actually, it is. Actually, one more plug. I wanted to make this... I wanted to make this last time I was on the podcast and then I forgot. And then obviously I've been a, been a while since then, but uh, yeah, recently I remastered uh, the Metroid prime soundtrack last month and you can download that right now from omegametroid.com. Uh, and we even have a behind the scenes article where you can check out like all of the changes and the processes that went through that. And I'm genuinely really proud of how it turned out. It's, personally one of my favorite pieces of uh, musical work that i've created and so if you want to listen to the metroid prime soundtrack like you've never heard it before check it out right now it won't cost you a penny there you go there it is all right well uh excellent work doom and it sounds better than ever uh so check it out on omegametroid.com check out omegametroid.com for all your metroid needs you got oh my goodness maps guides uh, missile locations news all the kinds of stuff there uh, you can check us out over on Patreon as well. And you can check us out over on Twitter. We are at Omega Metroid Pod. Uh, I'm at Spateri316. Dak is at DakCity underscore. And Doom is at Doominal Cross. Uh, and check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Like, subscribe, leave us a, uh, a sweet five star review. We would love to see that. That, my friends, is, uh, is it for today. But uh, we're going to be doing a fan QA next week. So. Uh, Ask a Metroid question, get a Metroid answer. That's coming up next week, so we'll have a tweet going up for that shortly. Um, Until then, everybody, take care.